0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome my Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for tuning in to Jinger Joe. I'm so excited. We are still celebrating women you know, for the month of March. And we are into April right now. But during the month of March we talked we interviewed some spiritual diamonds, women who were letting their brilliance shine in the earth doing greater works and so we're going to continue on we have a couple more to do um, so i'm excited on tonight a very special guest is on the show it's donna hicks Izard, and she is an author a speaker uh, a master business and branding strategy strategist. she is a woman with vision and i'm so excited uh she's inspirational she's highly successful uh, she helps um, highly successful corporate professionals blend their expertise and brilliance into profitable, passion-filled businesses while maintaining their full-time careers. Um, she has really done some some great work, uh, but I'm about what she's going to be doing tonight, Embrace My Bees Unapologetic, which is my Unstoppable Black Woman brand. And so we'll get into that after we interview her. We'll turn it over so that she can teach us about that. But until we get to that part, Donna, I want you to come on and greet everyone and tell them hello.
1: Can you hear me? Hello, I can hear you, I can hear you. Good evening, good evening, everyone. I'm so excited to be on this call, always excited to be used as a vessel, and I'm just thankful and grateful for Minister Ginger for allowing me the opportunity to just come on and just share tonight.
0: And amen, and we are excited. Every time you know, I meet someone who's doing some great, greater works, I really enjoy talking with them because all of our assignments are, are great in the eyes of God, especially if we're walking in what he has called us to walk into.
1: So uh, briefly tell us about your journey. Okay, um, my journey, my journey. So. Um what um I am an author I'm a, a minister I am also a professional in corporate America in the legal industry and I've been in that industry over 30 plus years and um I uh I started you know I I grew up in Harlem in Harlem New York City you know uh one of five girls by my mom, my mom who was single raised us But um, I knew that um, God had given me something to do different than what my peers were doing, what my friends were doing, and and I knew that I had to um, do all that God had called me to do and to make my mom proud. So um, that's what um, I – that was always my goal that was always my goal to get out the hood and do and do great things do great things because she gave us a, such an inspiration going back to school being on welfare my mom being on welfare and going back to school with five girls single parent getting her master's so I always knew that my mother could do that that I could do great things as well and so she was always my inspiration to do to to, to do better to do better. And, um, and that's been my journey. That's been my journey. And so, I um, in the legal industry, I'm the only African American in my role in the legal industry in New York city. So I believe that the little Brown girl from Harlem, you know, she, 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 she did good. She did good, you know, but I know it's all, it was all through the glory of God. And so I'm thankful and grateful. And that, that's my, that's my journey. And then, you know, going on to ministry um, and speaking and, and then turning, you know, creating multiple money streams and, and different businesses and just doing all that God has called and assigned me to do and leading up into now to this new baby that he has given me, new vision baby that he has given me, and that's the unstoppable black woman. Amen, amen, awesome, awesome. Since so you mentioned that, what has been
0: um – has life been like a black woman in your professional
1: career? Wow, that could be that could go that could be a whole movie all by itself. Okay, <laughs> but um, but for the sake of time, the sake of time, I will condense it. Uh, I believe that the um my journey has been challenging but also rewarding challenging but also rewarding. It has not been easy to be in the legal industry. I'm not an attorney, but I'm in a tech I'm in the technology sector, uh, which also can, can can also go into um HR as well. Um it's training and development and in this arena in this arena it's dominated by male, male Caucasians, okay? And so, um, uh, it has not been an easy journey, but um, I believe because i I know who I am, I know whose I am, and I know my why. I knew that it was God who was leading opening doors and guiding me along the way so i have you know I have stood firm, I have commanded respect, and I have delivered, and so i I believe that I sit in the position that I sit because of what I know that I bring to the table. So um and, and when you know that when you know that and you know it's all God, you don't worry about man telling you what you can and what you cannot do. You do what God guides you to do.
0: Hello? What has been
1: um, what, what are your biggest for a woman for this year? I can't hear you, Mr. Oh, Ginger. You can't hear me. Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, it's like going in and out. All right.
0: Okay. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can.
0: All right. So, what is what is, What are the three biggest priorities for you as a woman this year?
1: Oh, my biggest three priorities is to um, to do what God has called me to do, and that is to serve and sow and support my sisters. Those are my those. That's my intentional. I'm being intentional about serving my sisters. I'm being intentional about sewing into my sisters, and being intentional about supporting them.
0: Amen. 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 So um, that's awesome. You, you know, and that, and I did that. Thing that's going to be worthwhile doing has to be intentional. You know, that's one of my favorite words, intentional. Um, So what's one of the challenges for black women accepting their black
1: brand? I'm sorry, can, can you, you hear me? Keep, I, can, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah can, can, can you you go, keep going in and
0: out. Okay. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what is one of the biggest challenges for black women accepting
1: their black woman brand? I I believe one of the biggest uh, challenges is just for us to accept accept the skin that God that God was intentional about creating us to be. I believe that's that's one of our biggest challenges, you know. Uh, when I even for me, when I just started, you know, saying "Unstoppable Black Woman," I'm going to be honest and transparent. Maybe five years ago, I would not have even done this. I wouldn't know. Oh, was somebody going to look at me differently in ministry? Was somebody going to look at me differently, you know, in, in in my profession? And I'm at a I'm I'm at the point now. where I heard God, and it, and and what it's about. It's about us embracing the skin that God God was intentionally created us in. And I believe that we dishonor Him when we don't embrace who we are, you know, when we don't embrace I, all of the deeds unapologetically. I believe we do a dishonor to God.
0: I I I agree with you. You know, when we when we you know I can remember years ago um, I did a color conference here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I remember it was on the air at a radio station, and a guy said, you know, God doesn't call and my response to him, if he doesn't see me, then why did he make so many? Forms? He has to be better. You know, uh, I'm not accidentally black. You know. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I'm not accidentally black. You know, somebody else is not accidentally oriental. You know, uh, I created me to be this way. So it's okay for me to embrace my blackness. It's okay for me to do something for other black people. You know? Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So. On that note, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you teach us so that we can receive and build our confidence and embrace all of our
1: bees. So, at this, you now have the floor. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And so, as I as I go forward, I want to thank you again, Minister Ginger, for just giving me uh, this opportunity because I believe it's so important. I believe it's so important for us to really. Um, you know be intentional about embracing all of our bees unapologetically and you say okay minister Donna what does that mean what does that mean well what are the bees what are the bees and so i'll start with what are the bees the bees are embracing our bees embracing our blackness embracing our beauty embracing our brilliance embracing our boldness and embracing our minds to be business minded those are the bees those are the bees that God gave to me those are the bees that I'm that I'm teaching about those are the bees that we must I believe that we must embrace our bees. So, because when we embrace our bees, we are uh, we are affirming ourselves. We are affirming ourselves of who God is, who God called us to be, and we're not going to apologize for it. One of the things that 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 I've just been you know just, just studying and and just and and how this really started coming about was that I've talked to so many you know millennials, Gen X's baby boomers. I'm a baby boomer, and I noticed that there were so many of them, especially in the workplace, especially in ministry, but I'll deal with the workplace, who, who who they were being bullied or who didn't understand what their role was or who had the brilliance, but they didn't want to speak up. They they didn't want to step out, knew that they had the skills to be promoted, but would not ask for a promotion, would not ask for a raise, would not even think about, well, you know, what? if I'm not being celebrated or honored here, then I need to move on, because they was not embracing their bees. They was not embracing who they were what God had called them to do so they were they were being intimidated and I and I, I just got tired of it I'm like you know what no we I gotta do my part I gotta do my part so as a As a minister, I'm constantly always teaching women my theologies about their identity, knowing their identity in Christ, knowing who they are, whose they are, and knowing their why. And so but I started thinking about identity, identity is tied to being unstoppable, unstoppable because when you know who you are and what you can do, there is nothing that can stop you when you know who you are and what you can do there is nothing that can stop you you become unstoppable you become you uh, unstoppable black woman it's a it's an it's just not just an expression no it's an energy that you must possess it's knowing that when you come into the room you are an experience you are an experience but if you don't believe that if you don't believe who you are. If you don't believe those bees, then you will, you will not walk in that full confidence. See, I say the bees are coming, the bees are coming, and I believe that the bees are being led by the queen bee, which is belief. So it's time for us to embrace all of our bees, all of our bees unapologetically. And because when we change the picture in our mind of who we are, our performance will change. And then and then our profits, or our pay would change. But when we don't believe in who we are, we don't change that picture in our minds of who we are, then we will stay stuck. We will stay stagnant. We will stay being bullied. We will stay in relationships that don't mean us well. We will stay in positions the same position we'll stay in because we will not, we will not believe, we will not, we will not act on the boldness that we can step up, we can step out, we can position ourselves for greater. And then we think about we, got, we, have, a, we have children, we have, we, we have daughters and granddaughters and nieces and, and, and cousins and aunties and moms and grandmothers, but if we don't teach them who they are, what are we doing? What are we doing to our legacy? So I'm doing my part. And my part, my part is teaching, is teaching those about embracing your bees, embracing your bees, being an unstoppable black woman, not apologizing for it. Understand that you can be the real bee and the real bee black, beautiful, brilliant, bold, and business-minded. We can no longer play small and drop the ball that tears down the wall that will keep us from the unstoppable black woman call. We got to stop playing small. We got to stop dropping the ball there's a rising of the real B, the real B. You want to call us a B? Then call us the real B, black, beautiful, brilliant, bold, and business-minded to become unstoppable me. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so passionate about this because I believe, I believe that it's time for us. This is our time to rise up. This is our time. There's so many of us with visions and dreams and desires but who have been stopped from being all that we were created to be because of someone, something, or some cause. And it's time for us to be a part of our own rescue and rise up. Rise up to take our place. Rise up to embrace our bees. Rise up to be the unstoppable black woman. Because when you possess that energy, I believe, then you are honoring God. You're honoring God because it was God who intentionally decided you would be black. We didn't decide that. We didn't decide that. No, it was God. And so when we dumb down, play small, seek validation, then we are dishonoring God. We are saying, you know what, you created us in this skin, but we don't believe we don't believe in who we really are. We don't be so it's time for us to be unstoppable. See, unstoppable black woman, it's a feeling you gotta embrace. It's a state of being. It's a mindset. It's an experience that I can do all things because I was created by the creator to be creative. Unstoppable black woman is not a phrase that we express, but it's, but it's the energy. It's the energy that you've got to possess. you got to be successful. Being an unstoppable black woman is having a healthy and happy mindset. Not worrying, not 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 worrying about this, not worrying about that. How is this one going to perceive me? How is this one going to take me? I'm not worried. I, listen, I don't believe that I could be. I could sit in a position that I sit at in New York City in the legal law in a, a law firm in technology. If I did not believe that I can be all that God had created me to be, I'm embracing my bees unapologetically, unapologetically. And, and we are the most disrespected black mm-hmm. women. We are the most disrespected group in the world. Just think about it. Just, just think about it. Do you remember when Serena Williams, she was, she, she was disrespected because of what she wore. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Someone had to know to call her a monkey. Maxine Waters, April Ryan, these are women. These are women who have risen to, their, to a position, but yet we're disrespected. Why is that okay? We're even disrespected. I mean, and listen, and that's, that's tough truth. We're even disrespected by the, our own black men. We're disrespected in ministry. We're disrespected in the workplace. We're disrespected in our homes. So it's time for us to take the mantle, why is that so important? Because we have a legacy. We have a legacy to leave. And and, and for our moms and grandmothers who came up in an era where they would not have arrived, they, they, they wouldn't have believed that they could be all, that they were, were, were selected to be, created to be. And because sometimes when we know better, we must do better, so we, it's time for us to teach them. I remember my mom, you know, she worked in the um, health and hospitals in New York City, and, and she, my, my mom was brilliant, but they kept on passing over her, passing over her for a management position. And I would ask my mom, but mom, you know it all, you, you know more than the person today, why are you taking that? And she would be like, oh, you know, I'm in the union, so, you know, everything got to go in order. Don't worry about it. But so then when I got to corporate America, I said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this. You You don't celebrate me? And I know I got brilliance? And I know what I know? And you're going to bring in somebody who doesn't look like me, going to make more money than me? No, uh-uh. no, uh-uh. no, Mm. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. I always had this in me. I just, didn't, I just didn't have a name for it. I didn't have a brand for it. But I got it now, okay? And to God be the glory. <laughs> to God be the glory, okay? To God be the glory. But um, I'm, I'm just passionate about us, and I'm just doing my part. I'm just doing my part. It's 7 billion-plus people in this world. I'm doing my part. So if I could if if I could help a millennial sister, a Gen Xer, or someone younger than me or someone older than me, if I can help them by understanding who they are and by understand and by teaching them to take their place, embrace their bees, then i then I've done I've done what God has assigned me to do, and I'm good. I just need for my sisters to, to do their part. I need for my sisters to do their part. God made you black for a reason. He was intentional about it. You got a responsibility. Just do your part. Do your part. Do your part. So that, that's my story. That's my story. <laughs>
0: Amen. You know, let's go back a little bit and talk about uh, the mindset, you know, uh, because I know there are a lot of African-American women, black women who want to embrace their blackness, but the mindset that they have, maybe it's something that they were taught growing up. Maybe it's something that they learned along the way that distorted, you know, maybe. Okay, But some other things got in the way. How can a woman get her mind wrapped around accepting who she is and her blackness and being confident and appreciative of it, knowing that, um, like we said earlier, you're not black by accident. This is what God intended. And when you don't embrace blackness, when you don't appreciate it, it is like a disservice or a in the face to God because he, you can't
1: believe that he created you and then not like what he created. Exactly. And I think for that, so for me, because people, people often ask me that question, D.I., ah, how can I, you know, you're bold. How can I get that mindset? Well, for me, I'm going to start with the word of God. Go back to the Word. Go back to the Word of God. Go to Genesis. Go to Genesis one twenty six and 27. What did God say? Oops. What did God say? He said, I created you in my image. He said, be fruitful and multiply. So if God created us in the image of God, right? Right. If he created us in the image of God, who he is, then what does that say to us? That says we have the power. It says we have the authority. It says we have the brilliance. It says we have the boldness because I believe a brilliant God created me in his image. I believe a bold God created me in his image. So if you believe that, what did I say? It starts with the queen bee, and that is believe. Believe. You got to go back read that word. Meditate on that word. Study that word. What did God say? Who does God say you are? And when you get to, because I'm going to tell you something. I, I there's a there's a ton of believers who don't really believe who they are. And they read the word, but yeah. are you really Meditating and saturating the word, are you praying and asking God to help you get out of that mindset that you're not worthy, you're not valuable, you don't have the brilliance to 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 create that um start that uh, business, you don't have the boldness to step out on faith or tell someone no, you're not going to speak to me this way, no, you're not going to treat me this way no people say, well, you know, I, I need my job. Listen, God is our source. I Listen, I have a job I, I call a sovereign investor. It's an sovereign investor that, what what is it doing? It's funding the empire. It's funding the dreams as I build this empire. That's what it's doing. It's a two-way street. I've I've And because I've been in corporate because I, I am in corporate America, there's, there were times when things were going on and I would speak up, and my coworkers, who look like me, Donna, Donna, you can't do that. Donna, they're going to terminate you. <laughs> they got to do what they got to do. Because at the end of the day, I knew I know that I was a tither. I know I I heard I heard God when you take care of my house, I'm going to take care of your house. So I wasn't worried about that. I knew who I was. And in my mind, well, if they're going to terminate me because of because I brought to the table, I'm I've used my mouth, I've opened up my mouth, and I've said, this is what you're not going to do to me. You will not treat me this way. You will not discriminate against me. If they're going to determine me for that, then you know what? It's all because I know I'm going to have a serious package. Okay? So at the end of the day, and that means that, that, be, that God is telling me, Donna, it's time for you to go on to your next. But when you are fearful, you will not, you will, you will not have the confidence to act, to embrace, to be a bonus. I'm, I met some women. I spoke at a retreat. I met some women, and they were telling me that they were um, sexual harassed. I mean, one woman said she was discriminated against, and when, and when she went to the HR, they terminated her. I said, And you did not sue them? What are you doing? Like, I couldn't believe it. And I just, all I could do is say, Wow, wow, I got work to do. We got work to do. Yes. Someone is Absolutely. discriminating against Absolutely. you, sexually harassing you, and you go tell them, and then you are still depressed about it today. No, mm-mm. sorry, that ain't gonna be the that, mm-mm. Not on my watch. Mm-mm. Sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Not, mm-mm. We, we're not going down like that. Okay, I'm sorry. But you exactly. have to believe in who you are, and believe in who the God who created
0: you. Exactly, and you know what? It goes back to what you showed 1, one twenty-six and twenty-seven. You, you know, you can make time for your job and and whatever right. you need to do for your job. You can make time to get into the Word, and you can make time to set yourself in the Word. You can make time for meditation. You can make time for prayer. You can make time for study, so you can understand what the Scriptures are really saying. So just like you don't want anybody to interfere, like you don't want people to call you on your job. You know, I might get right. tired, I get a call, just like you don't want. Show up on your job unannounced. Then you need to make some time where you can get into the word uninterrupted, so exactly. that you can actually get into the word, study the word of God, get on your face before God, so He can begin to strengthen your inner man, your inner woman, so you become stronger. Because it goes back to what you said. There are a lot of believers who are are in the body of Christ, but they're not confident. They don't live the bells. You know that's going to take. Going on to the word God people with the words about here and you've got to tune out some of those other things over the years or throughout the years, you know no matter where it came from, family members, friends coworkers, you have to start seeing yourself through the eyes of God, and when you do that, you'll see that your life has significance, it has value, you know, and then you can embrace uh you know listen. Women in the other groups—they're embracing their heritage, they're embracing their lineage, if you will, or their what their culture, embracing it. You know why do we feel like we have to cower down or we have to exactly. minimize? Exactly, and, and it's
1: because of celebrate. how we were taught. We, we—I we, yes. mean, we, we even were taught in our families: don't make waves, don't make trouble. Even my mother, at some point, she was like. Don't be doing, don't be talking out too much. Why did you have to keep on from job to job? And I, you know, and I was shit because mom, they're not treating me right. I can't stay there. At one point, one law firm, they was calling me little Norma Ray. They was like, oh, she go, she go. I mean, because again, I saw so much injustices, and I'm like, no, somebody has now. Now there was there was a time where Did it did it hurt me? Absolutely. But I give God all the glory. God had planned for me. God had a plan for me. God has a plan for you. But those plans cannot move forward if you are staying in. The, and I believe that when you when you that you partner with the enemy when you operate out of fear, you partner with the enemy when you don't embrace your beast. That's that's my belief. That's my belief. And I no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing. I read the word. I understand who I am. Did I always was I always like this? No, I was not. But then I, as i thought as i as i as I thought back and i I was talk, talking to my you know how like right now at this point now I'm so passionate about this unstoppable black woman embracing your bees and as I remember when I was a little girl growing up in Harlem, I used to you know i wasn't like most kids I didn't play with dolls, and I didn't play with a lot of kids what i did I was a reader, so I would go to the library and I would read I would get like six books every two weeks and one day I stumbled upon the black history. I stumbled upon Harriet Tubman. And when I tell you, from eight years old, I always knew I was different. I always knew that I could do I could do more. I always knew that I could be more. I always knew. And it was because of what I've read in, in those books. It's what I've read. I, did, I mean, at that point, I wasn't saved. Or, you know, we wasn't going to church. So I did wasn't reading the word, but it's what I read in those books. So as I look at that, God has brought me full circle. God Absolutely. has God had a plan for me. So I listen. I would. I'm happily to say, yeah, I'm that modern Day Harvey Tubman. Show am. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just. Uh-uh. No, no. You when you come into my presence. No, we are not going to be like, um, you know, like business as usual. We can't do that. You cannot come yes. into my presence and stay stuck and not embrace your beat. Sorry.
0: Absolutely. And I and I can remember uh, my mom told me that years ago when I was in elementary school that I was like the ringleader. I was rallying all the black kids together, you know, and, uh, <laughs> in elementary school. And I was like, well, I really wish somebody would have recognized that in me then because then you could have mm. trained for that. You know, um, and even now today, on a job or anywhere, if I, you know, if I feel like you're trying to defund blackness, I'm gonna step up to the plate and I'm gonna be loud about it. You know, yeah. And I've, other, I've seen other people do you know, when it's when it's obvious, blatant um, discrimination. They're too afraid to even. I say, listen, it's a it's a it's a policy in the in the handbook. Stand on that. You ain't even
1: have to right. stand on that. Right. No. But well, a lot of times we won't do it. When
0: you're, we won't, won't do it. And it's
1: ahead, not about... Um, and it's not about... And so I ha- I had to even... I mean, it's a shame that I had to say this, but I did. So when I started, like, posting about Unshap a Black Woman, I mean, I have some Caucasian friends. Listen, my grandbaby is, is, is Puerto Rican and Colombian, okay? So... But I had to explain to people this is not about bashing any other race. No, it's about us saying it's time for us to rise up, take our place, take our position, and embrace our bees unapologetically. Now, if you feel some kind of way, because you're not black. I said, listen, I got something for you, too. You can embrace your peace as well. You don't have to be black. You can be brave, beautiful, bold, brilliant, and still be business-minded, okay? They were like, okay, daughter. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's not about me bashing you. It's about me accepting, declaring, affirming who I am unapologetically. But you know what that question. Here's the question.
0: Why was there any concern about that? It goes back to what you said—the most disrespected group of women, you know. Group. Exactly. Why would anybody be? Cons- why would anybody have anything against a black woman standing up and being bold and being proud of blackness? It's okay for you to be white and proud, Mexican and proud, you know. So when somebody says something, why? Why do I have to go out of my way to explain
1: what I mean by that? Because right, I'm not talking to you, and and because. I've never seen any other culture explain it, but I knew that I had right. to. Right, You know, exactly. I knew that I had to. I knew that I had to. You know, listen, you know, whether it's in, in within ministry, look, like a, we all are God's children. We were all created in his image. But because I, I made a bold statement to say I'm an unstoppable black woman, you had some issues with that. And even some of my own right. black sisters had some issues with that. Oh well. Listen, I, I'm sorry if you can't get with the program. Oh well, I can. Okay. God created exactly. me for this. But even
0: when you look at it historically for America now, you have the money over. They don't check their attire, but they are well accepted. You know, they're put exactly. in TV shows. They're put on news. Uh, you know, on news programs. And all of that back into the word to her. But now it's okay. You're embracing her, and she doesn't have to explain that she's a Muslim. She doesn't have to right. explain why she wears on her head. She doesn't have to explain why she eats, what she eats why she prays. She doesn't have to explain any of that. But Embrace her as is. And then you go into your HR policy and say that we're a company of. And you make room for for them to come in and be who they are without anybody questioning why they dress the way they exactly. dress, look the way they look, act the way they look. Days off to go celebrate whatever religious stuff that they do. Nobody questions any of that. But the minute a black female steps up, and is, especially as bold as you are, and then then there's some concern about it, though. So uh, it's it's interesting that um, even today, here we're in 2019, and we still can't be embraced or accepted when we are not, uh, or let's say not questioned, when we are confident in who we are as black women. See, as long as you're not, um, what is the word, timid and um, withdrawn and shy, and you just do a little bit of something, they're okay with that. It's when, it's when you get past a little bit of something and you start speaking loudly and you start making money and you start leaving a legacy you start you know creating something in the atmosphere that brings other people awareness then there's an issue with uh, exactly um, who you are mm-hmm. yes so i mean it's i I love your topic i love you embracing this you know um i th- I think it's something that should be taught in, our, in, in the body of Christ. You know, in every church, every ministry, we could teach everything else. That it's okay to accept your blackness, male and female. You know, Male uh, and female, exactly. Male and female, especially, especially for those that are in the workplace, because we are still the group of people that get looked over or get paid. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, can, I know that for a can, fact. Yeah, and we can come into the knowledge of that and still won't do anything about it, still Mm-mm. won't speak up, still won't say anything, well, at least I got a job. Huh,
1: yep. okay. I remember, I remember at one law firm I was at, and I came in, and because I'm inquisitive, um, I looked at the staff that I was managing, and I noticed right away that we had – Minorities who came in the same time that Caucasian counterparts came in, at the same time, the minorities had even more experience, and they were being paid $10,000 less. Wow. They were paying ten. Now, because I was a manager, I could have done one or two things. I could, like, said, oh, okay, I'm not, not going to, you know, bother with this. But my thing was I went to HR and said, how come you didn't, you was not monitoring this? This is a problem. This is a problem. And they had to rectify that. Right. Because I brought it to their attention. But, but it wasn't, but I believe that as an HR department, it was their place to monitor. I mean, like, come on, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Okay, so it's, it, it's it's things like that, you know, and I mean they would always know. Okay, we better dot our eyes and cross our t's around Donna. You would better absolutely right, absolutely. We not we not doing this, fam. This we not doing, okay. <laughs> okay. But I mean the people who were defected, they didn't know this. But me as a manager, I'm looking at this. I'm reviewing it. I'm like, this is a problem. This is an injustice, and 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 I could not. I just could not allow that to continue, those kind of practices.
0: Absolutely. And it takes a lot, I mean, a lot of courage to speak up like that, a lot of courage. Because here we are again, like I say, in the 21st century, and people do not say anything. They still won't speak up. They still, I mean, we still let people mistreat us in corner grocery stores and all these other kind of places. You know, still won't say, you know, you're not going to speak to me like that say that, you know, because I can assure you that if you say it at the right moment, you're going to get your desire. They oh, already, yeah. Some people already know that you're not going to say anything, so they continue to treat you the way that they exactly. want to treat you. Exactly,
1: because they know you're Don't not me. going to say anything. They, right. they, they know that you're you you, you you're intimidated, or they intimidate you, or, you know, they, they just know that, that you're not going to say anything. You're not going to speak up for you. So, no, I listen, I, mm, all I know is that I'm guided by God. I believe that God positions me, and I believe that every position that I've ever had in the legal industry has been orchestrated by God. That's my belief, Amen. because I I made a difference. Everywhere I went, I made a difference. And if Amen. anything, to at least let them start to think about it, just think about it, maybe we did the wrong thing here.
0: Amen. And I think that more of us, Need to come up with type teachings, you know, and we need to saturate the the market with it. And we're gonna try whoever those of us who are influential would get on the same page of this, and then begin to teach this, you know. Then it will begin to resonate in women's black women's spirits, and you know, and and they'll realize just how valuable they really are. You know, you have women who go years and years and years working on a job when they really should have been on And it's in their spirit, and they know it, but too too much fear. Fear gets in the way, right. and they won't launch out. And they won't even try it. You know what I'm saying? Let people Mm-mm. talk them down and talk them out of it. They not even get their feet wet. They do not even try You know, And when they're up in air, I wish I would have, you know. Yeah. But it's a different yeah. day-to-day because you can keep your job and still try it you know, but listen, about,
1: listen, you know, I'm an advocate of that. Okay. I'm not yeah. one of those people, coaches who tell you, Oh, you know, fire your boys or oh, you working with the masters. No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm in a place that God has positioned me to be in a place. I love my position. I love my, 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 my job. They celebrate me. They allow me to be innovative. They allow me to be creative. So I'm, I'm, I'm in a great place and I'm thankful and grateful to God. However, I do not tell people, Oh, you better, fire your boss, or you need to go out there and do it full-time. No, God said have wise counsel, and wise counsel is having is having a formula. Wise counsel is, is making sure that you pray, and and, and you pray, and you and, and you hear from the Lord. He will give you your exit strategy, not some coach. The Lord will give yeah. you an exit strategy, and making sure that you have that formula in place of when is it time to leave, you know, making sure I have this, you know, checked off or whatever, not to be like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. I heard this coach told me, my coach told me, I need to fire my boss. Okay, I'm out. I know several people that have done that. And those same people, and those same people fire their boss and then go to work for somebody else for a coach or something. But, yeah, you tell some people you didn't fire your boss. But, you, but but yeah, you still working for somebody else. Get out of here. No, I'm sorry. That that just doesn't work. That just doesn't work. I mean, use your head. Yes. Use your head. Yes, Absolutely.
0: Absolutely because when when you when if you are led by God you're gonna know what to do whatever it is that you need to do. When you're supposed to step out, you're gonna know when to step out. We launch out in the deep, you're gonna know when, when it's time to launch out in the deep, period. You will Absolutely. know what it is that God wants you wants you to do. What what other um programs or products do you have that will help women, especially? Men?
1: Well, um, I, so for those of you, I just talked about. You know, uh, I wrote a I wrote an e-book called You Don't Have to You Don't Have to Quit to Win. You don't have to quit to win, and it's a it's a short e-book, but talk gives you some tools and strategies about how to continue to work with your silent investor while you are building your empire, and that's on Amazon. You don't have to quit to win. So that's an e-book. Um, I, I'm in several anthology books. As well as we also have uh, Unstoppable Black Woman Nation. Um, that's on the Facebook group. I have a CEO Prayer Closet, which is um, that's for you know seasoned or aspiring emerging entrepreneurs. You know, um, dealing with the principles and prayer. You know, based on that for for you to as you continue to 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 grow and build. Because one of the things that I've realized is that you know I got to do it God's way. I, I can't do it the way man wants me to do it. I got to do it God's way, and that's what I believe that God has assigned me to. So that's that's a, um, the CEO prayer closet, and we get ready to do some classes in there for entrepreneurs on different on, on different um, different tools and strategies that will help the entrepreneur, regardless of where you're at in your um, in your position. So that that's what I'm doing.
0: Amen. Amen. So I, the next question you probably answered. With- so, what's next for you
1: as a black professional woman? Or- <laughs> what's next for me? What's next <laughs> for me? So, my one of well, one of the things that I do, and I'm just really going to really uh, zero in on it even more, is that I help I help pro, um, successful professionals. I have successful professionals um, create businesses, create businesses, utilizing their experiences and their skills. And so, um, I you know I. I basically I was doing that, I do a lot of that with um people in, in ministry as well as in um in corporate America. But I'm really gonna actually create a real program. So rather than just mm-hmm. coaching, you know, those individuals, I'm gonna have actually a whole program around because I believe there's there's several different things that that, that person is very different than a person who's deciding to I'm gonna do be an entrepreneur full time. I'm gonna be a CEO right. full time. Our 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 um what we need, and I, you know, shared this even with, with coaches. You know, what 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 we need is very different. You can't coach this person who, who who's a full time entrepreneur the same way you coach a person who's working. So here for me, I'm working. I'm in ministry. I have other businesses. I have a cupcake and cake business, a family business. So and, you know, and I mean, I I have other. I, I speak. So you got to coach me very differently. And so I believe that God has called me to that space and that's what I'm going to do.
0: Yes. And I and I can I can tell you so and having also also being in ministry it's a different type of coaching. It's a different type of coaching if you just to coach somebody in ministry, you know, exactly. it's a different type of coaching. But the you were saying it coaching successful um of professionals to create businesses, that is a different type of coaching. And I can tell you there's a lot of people out here saying that, you know, they want to be coaches, they are coaches, whatever they say, but nobody, I can't say that, not nobody, but a lot of people don't wait to, don't want to take the time to train to be the right kind of coach. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know what type of coach you are and you have to receive that training, whether you go through a formal training or whether you sit at somebody's feet and let you would coach, but you got you. You don't need any of it to be a coach. You can hang your shingle tomorrow. But if you want to be right. excellent at what you do, then you have to be intentional in learning how to coach the people that you are assigned to. There's some general things that go across the board, but you become great. You do greater works when you specifically hone in on who is it you're supposed to coach and then to develop that coach skill to coach just those people. Because that's the, because they can go in and get just general coaching
1: exactly, but and that's it, and that's and everybody's yeah. a life coach, everybody's a life right. coach. You have some people call self business coaches, you know, you got to really, and every coach is not for everybody. You know right. but the, but but but, there has to be also integrity integrity upon yeah. the coach that if someone comes to you and you know that you are not the coach for them, then have some integrity and send them on to your sister or brother who can help them for where they're at in that business. It will come back to you, but you get people yeah, okay. they they they're they chasing a the dollar, so because they're chasing a the dollar, you know they, they, okay, I could coach you and then they don't deliver. And then, it, then it's, it's a situation because you wasn't acting in, with, with integrity.
0: Exactly. And by the time that person gets to the one who really should have coached them, they're already right. burned out on that lack of integrity. Yep. They're burned yep. out on, you know, planting their seed that, that didn't produce a, a return. You know, they're burned out. And you're the right one right in front of you, but they, don't, they, they become so burned with everybody else that when they get to you, they don't even want to take a kiss. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know, so and I've seen that in some of the ones that are quote coaches, I mean they are. They chase the dollar and they tell you they're gonna do this and they tell you you're gonna do that and you get on a call with them and all this other kind of stuff and you're like, you all don't think you know as much as I thought you knew you know. Exactly. <laughs> and you become disappointed. Everybody you know that you're supposed to be in this particular component, uh professional component coaching. You must develop up your skills you have to know who it is that you are assigned to and guess what I would say two are better than one you, to, you can't do this thing yourself in any profession you have to build an inner circle around you and you have to be willing to share that within that that inner circle it has to be mutually beneficial if I'm not the coach you should be able to send you to Donna and if she is exactly. I, need to, I need to praise God and but say, that's also operating in,
1: in integrity
0: Yes. Exactly. So I mean but it is a challenge. But for, for, for those who are in the body of Christ it shouldn't be a challenge, it should just be a part of who we are.
1: You know, right. as you're
0: talking integrity, integrity should just be in place. You can't walk in righteousness and not be intact and not have integrity. So Exactly, right. exactly. So before we close, um, how can the listening audience get in touch? I know you mentioned your Facebook groups. Is there any other way that they can get in touch um, with you.
1: Yes, um I have a website DonnaIzzard.com. You can get in touch with me that way or you can do um support at unstoppableblackwoman.com, support at unstoppableblackwoman.com, um or on on Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Donna Hicks' Art is my personal page and then um the CEO Prayer Closet or unstoppable Black Woman Nation.
0: Hey, Amen. I hope everybody got that down. If you're listening for the replay, rewind it if you need to to get that. But I want you to actually touch bases with her, especially if you are a professional and you, you have a, a desire or curiosity about you by monetizing your skills and expertise, and you can still stay on your job, and you can still get you another stream of income by monetizing your knowledge and I think a lot of us have you know or we have knowledge that can be monetized we just don't know how to do it Exactly. you know exactly. For technology and where we are today because with Facebook, Instagram LinkedIn, Twitter um, blog talk radio and all these other areas you can do you can monetize so easily now you know oh yeah uh, oh yeah you Mentioned, I mean, a long time ago, it cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get a book published. You can launch a book and publish it right on your own website, <laughs> you know.
1: Exactly, uh, we can,
0: exactly. We, we can do it. Keep all the money for yourself. So Self, just right, exactly,
1: exactly. It takes
0: a little bit, you know. Uh, you know, I have been down Donna, and I'll reach out to you. I really would like to saturate the market with and helping to build their confidence and when I get it all together I'll reach out to you and let's see if we can saturate our uh, absolutely
1: our, I would love to yeah.
0: yes and, thank you so um, much also, and maybe uh, I've also been thinking about planning something here in the Baton Rouge Louisiana you know uh, for women because we have a lot of women that are lingering in what we're talking about and wow. um, they're not launching you know there's that fear there and that accommodation. So uh, I'm going to just figure out, get, get on my face before I figure out how to uh, formulate that. Pull it all together and, and I'll reach out to you. And I know
1: you're... Absolutely. Um, I would love you know. to. Yeah, I've never been to Louisiana, but I should, I'll i be there. Lord, yes. Lord, Lord will do it. The Lord will do it. The Lord will do
0: it. Uh, several years ago, and they probably knew I was the visitor girl. I was like the country bumpkin on... I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I was like I was with the street? The, the, the bright lights and the I was, oh Lord, I was, I was, I was just amazed. I was, and I was, I was standing on okay, the name of the street, and I was like, oh my god, if I lived here, I knew who I would know. If I lived in that area, I would be on TV. Oh my wow. goodness! I, was, I knew it, and I remember my mom telling me a long time ago, but again, that's when I was in college or later. My mom said, you should be on TV. But of course, when, wow, no, you know, me, uh, Because if I had, uh, honestly, if I lived in any Los L A or New York, any with all of that, I thought I would be on TV.
1: Wow. No,
0: and I, 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 television here for a while. Three you know, Ginger London ministry show was on TV here in Baton Rouge, but I was like, oh my God, I keep telling people all the time, I'm I Miss, it. I'm supposed to be on TV, you know.
1: So listen, uh, it's uh, still not but, too late. God this is still not too late God will do what God will do what He would do exactly exactly
0: so i want to close i'm going to give you the last few words we will close out and uh, but I really want to thank you. I know your time is valuable, and I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your expertise and uh your passion. Uh, For the unstoppable black woman And I encourage everyone Listen to this over and over again There are some serious nuggets in here And then go and become a part of the groups That she has on Facebook So you can stay connected And she
1: can Um, teach into your life
0: Amen You're welcome I'm going to let you have some closing remarks And then we're going to close out
1: well, I thank you again so very much. This has been, um, this like I said, my heart is filled with joy. My heart is filled with joy to be able to partake um, and share and share what God has called me to do. And so I just want... Uh, the um, people who are listening tonight to know that um, God has called you, God has assigned you, and God has appointed you. God has appointed you. you. If you're on this call listening to the replay, God has positioned you for a reason. Okay, you were created on purpose for His purpose. And so I say what I say to 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 my unstoppable uh, my unstoppable black women is to affirm who you are. Affirm who you are, and embrace your bees unapologetically, unapologetically. Embrace the bees because you are the unstoppable Black woman. That's me. Amen.
0: Amen. And as an unstoppable Black woman, I'm minister Ginger- I minister, gentle. I thank all of you for listening live or by the replay, and thank you so much. I'm humbled every time you be, you listen to this show or part are engage Facebook wherever else um, where I am I'm truly I'm humbled I tell you all the time and I'm, I'm truly thankful that God used me and I'm excited when I meet um, new people and see people doing great things and greater works for God so thank you again Donna for joining me on this evening and thank sure, all of you Thank you. you're welcome and thank you for listening take care, everybody. have a great and awesome evening take care God bless God bless you